Welcome to season three of the Cafe Nervosa podcast. I'm Taryn. And I'm Lauren. We're two ladies who have a deep and abiding appreciation for the 1990s NBC sitcom Frasier. In this podcast, we're going through the show season by season, and we're talking about specific topics as we go. We will lovingly dissect the episodes, share clips featuring great jokes, and talk about some absolute favorite Frasier moments. In this episode, we're talking about siblings, and for season three, that means enjoying petty fights, seeing a first failed dinner party, and watching the Crane Boys go toe-to-toe on court TV. So, have Frasier pour you a glass of sherry and join him on the balcony as we talk about season three of Frasier. Before we get into the topic, here's a refresher on season three of Frasier. In season three, KACL gets a new station manager named Kate Costas, who Frasier has a fling with. Niles and Maris separate. Martin sends an original song to Frank Sinatra, and Daphne dates a man named Joe. Roz continues to be our hero by wearing killer pantsuits and by idolizing her new female boss. And finally, and most importantly, Frasier's hair is no longer a skullet. Praise be. Lauren, start us off on our siblings talk. I'd love to, given that you're my sibling. This is an episode I always look forward to. Me too. One of the best episodes in season three for that good sibling content is called Shrink Wrap. This is where Niles and Fraser have to go to a couple's counselor after they try to open a practice together. Season three has quite a few examples of the writers building on what has worked in the previous two seasons, and the sibling rivalry stuff is a good example of that. Here's a clip from that counseling session. You two tend to your plant. I'll go fetch the file cabinet. I have had this plant for two years. It's never been in direct sunlight. Well, obviously, look at it. The leaves are puckering. They are not. It then wilted a little from the ride over in the trunk of the car. Oh, nonsense. Mafia snitches emerge from car trunks looking more robust. <laughs> this plant is going right and over. so it begins. <laughs> of course, the incident with the plant was only the beginning. That was followed by a run-in at the receptionist's desk a row at the coffee machine, and a contretemps when Fraser lost the men's room key. That was an accident. Yes, very nearly was. I, I am so tired of your exaggeration. You always make things 50,000 times worse than they are. Uh, besides Niall's use of many synonyms for a fight, which I enjoy, <laughs> a contretemps, add it to the vocab. That's impressive that you picked up on what those letters were. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> What I love there is their, just their petty squabbling, always enjoyable to me. And yeah, we know that they can't work together. They try to anyways, and this is how it ends up. Something else I like about that clip and about that setup is that they're at couples counseling because they are a couple. They are such close brothers. They're friends. They're a couple. And I 
I just enjoy that they go to counseling and that that type of counseling can be for anybody is also great and and also sort of progressive for the 90s. It totally is. Yeah. It it is played for a bit of a laugh that they have to go to counseling, but they have to go to counseling mm-hmm. like they need to sort their stuff out. Yeah. So, yeah, I like that too. A quick side note, how do either of them afford to open another practice? Where do they have the time for this? It's just one of those like things that obviously is just a conceit in the show, but right. like what are they doing? <laughs> and right. like well that's where Niles's practice already is. Oh. And Fraser's just renting the office because Niles kicks out his screamer oh, neighbor. Right. But where does Fraser how much is the radio station paying him to work his three hours a day? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. How I, how is he able to just like make an office and yeah just sort of like how they bought a restaurant once (laughs) like it it has that feeling to it totally something i love in the show is how these psychiatrists are supposed to be experts on the human mind but they're just people and they're bad at it themselves it is an irony that the show comes back to again and again and i always enjoy it it's great and they execute it so well they sure do so, Shrink Wrap is an episode where they spend a ton of time together. You had another example, though. An episode I particularly enjoy about the brothers is one where they specifically don't spend a lot of time together. And this is episode 11, called The Friend. And in this episode, Fraser wants to branch out socially after realizing he doesn't really have any friends besides Niles. So he makes a plea out on the radio for a friend, and he begins a relationship with Bob, a man whom he doesn't particularly enjoy being around. Uh, And Niles takes personal offense to this and tries to fight back by getting coffee with his pool cleaner. (laughs) It's great. There's just a low-stakes tension between them, and I find it so delightful and funny. I love the length that Petty Niles will go to to try to stick it to Frasier. And here's a clip of the best, like, amped up Petty Niles energy. You're late today, but I'm glad you're here. I need your help. My designer is ready to mutiny if I don't pick a fabric for my new couch. Now, I've brought lots of swatches, so make yourself comfortable. Uh, Frankly, Niles, I'm not here to see you. I'm, I'm meeting a new friend. A new friend? Yes, well, you remember I was talking about widening my, my circle of friends. Oh, I see. No more falling back on Niles. No. It's not that I'm trying to replace you, Niles. It's just that uh, Bob and I are... Bob? You're dumping me for someone named Bob? <laughs> Niles, I am not dumping you. I'm just worried that Bob might feel awkward meeting the two of us. Oh, well, we wouldn't want to make Bob feel uncomfortable now, would we? I mean, after all, I've only been your brother for, hmm, 38 years now. What does that mean when there's the possibility that Bob may feel awkward? There's a man over there who says he's waiting for you. Ah, no doubt the much ballyhooed Bob. Ah, David Hyde Pierce. The way he hits each Bob is (laughs) wonderful. Somehow makes the name Bob really funny. (laughs) Love it. They have such a great relationship that whenever it falls apart for whatever reason, they do always get back together into their their close and comfortable relationship, which they do in this episode by ending with Fraser helping him pick swatches. So mm-hmm. it's it's just delightful. It is great. They're always there for each other and always will be. Mm-hmm. Lauren, do you have more sibling faves you want to talk about? Absolutely. The episode Kisses Sweeter Than Wine gives us two gifts in the form of a wine club storyline. 
uh, and a first failed dinner party for the Crane Boys. These are both areas that the show will return to, and oh boy, I'm so excited for the beach house later, <laughs> for the corkmaster, uh, all of it. They are both such, they get so comfortable, the writers get so comfortable dealing with these storylines, and uh, we benefit so much. We sure do. The first clip I have is Fraser and Roz talking about their upcoming plans. These messages came for you earlier. Your wine is ready. Oh, excellent. You know, I'm hosting a tasting tonight for the wine club Miles and I belong to. I'm hoping they name me the maitre de chez. It's a long-standing dream of mine to wear that silver cup around my neck. You know, back in Wisconsin, if a guy wore a cup around his neck, I mean, he ticked off the gem teacher. Fine. Make sport, but this does have to be important to me. Since when? Used to say that club was nothing but a bunch of arrogant, cork-sniffing snobs. Well, that was before I got in. <laughs> well, when I'm handing out bologna sandwiches this weekend at the homeless shelter, it will do my heart good to know that a bunch of wealthy men are swishing $200 bottles of wine and spitting it into silver buckets. Well, it's not like we don't recycle the bottles. So, as always, we have Roz here to really point out how stupid Frasier's hobbies are. <laughs> they are very stupid. Yeah. Uh, and I love that the show knows how ridiculous being a wine snob is, but kind of loves it too. Mm -hmm. It's all good. The other thing I love is when the Crane Boys try to host a dinner party and it never goes well. This is the first example of that. And in this clip, you'll hear how Frasier is totally spiraling out because the dinner party is doomed to fail. Daphne, would you please get there? Jeez, I thought you were just going to slit your wrist. Looks like you went for death by a thousand cuts. <laughs> I cut myself because I was shaving without water. And why was there no water? Because I had to move your chair, which gouged the floor, which made me call for Joe, who found bad pipes, which called for Cecil, who ate the cat that killed the rat that lived in the house that Fraser built. That was the doorman. Senator Adler's limousine just pulled up. Oh, it's over. It's over. Sing, fat lady, sing. This is such a great episode, and the increasing panic that Fraser and Niles have about their dinner party and the farcical events that lead to uh, this gross construction worker walking out of the john while, <laughs> <laughs> while the senator is at the front door is just wonderful. Mm -hmm. Taryn, you wanted to talk about court TV. Oh, man. Do I ever... So episode 19, Crane vs. Crane, is a classic setup where Fraser and Niles try to one-up each other. It's basically what they're doing the entire show when they're <laughs> together. Spoiler, this is what they do on yeah. the show. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Niles and Fraser act as witnesses for opposing sides of a court case about the mental well-being of a rich old man. Played by? Played by Donald O'Connor. The Great. The Great. If you have seen Singing in the Rain, you know... Moses supposes. <laughs> yeah, you do know Moses supposes. Uh, he's great. Yeah. And he did make him laugh, and he smoked, like, three packs of cigarettes a day. Uh, they don't make him like that anymore. They do not. <laughs> I speak of men. Yeah. <laughs> and smokers. <laughs> and smokers. Maybe that's for the best. Yeah. The case is being broadcast on TV, which brings out the pettiness in the brothers, which, as we well know, I love. Mm-hmm. They both dig their heels in because the other is involved, and I'm always here for the ride. This is an early example of Niles' jealousy of Fraser's fame that will pay dividends in the future. 
And the clip I have here is one of my favorite line readings from Fraser, and it's just a great exchange between them in an episode of many. Hello, Niles. You know, it's not too late to ask them to put a big blue ball in front of your face during the broadcast. <laughs> Perhaps spare you some shred of your reputation. I'd laugh in your face, but I'm saving my voice. <clears throat> oh, my God. You're wearing makeup. I am not. This is medication. Something my dermatologist recommended. Dr. Revlon? These feeble attempts to undermine my confidence are futile. The testimony I've prepared is nothing short of brilliant. I cite half a dozen studies of gerontology. I quote everything from the Bible to Herodotus. I deftly interweave humor with pathos. You may want to take notes. And if you had an ounce of self-awareness, you would realize that your diagnosis was colored by your zeal to put your face in front of that camera. Ah. Oh, by the way, your medication is rubbing off on your color. Oh, these catty queens. <laughs> so good. And it's also a really great example because the reason Frasier gets involved is because he's annoyed at Niles' jealousy of his fame. And ultimately, Niles is correct. This man <laughs> isn't fit to to make these big decisions for his his family and his his money. But Frasier's only doing it because Niles is trying to get back at him. <laughs> it's just a big circle of catty queens, as you say. <laughs> uh, wonderful. The, like, juiciness with which with he says medication is <laughs> just wonderful. <laughs> it lives in me. I love it so much. <laughs> I found that this season was so good for Brothers episodes. Mm-hmm. One we haven't talked about in the context of siblings is the last time I saw Maris, the one where... Uh, Niles and Maris split up and it's a really great episode to show their caring and loving relationship. Frasier is very supportive of Niles and and it's just so great. You get to see all the shades of their relationship in this season. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, the last episode of season three is called You Can Go Home Again and it uses a flashback to when Frasier first arrived in Seattle to, to show how far the relationships have come. These two brothers are the absolute foundation of the show, and in season three, we see what that means. And as you know, Taryn, I'm a person who really defines myself as a sister, uh, so much so that I made one of them do a podcast with me. (laughs) Happily. (laughs) Um, And as someone who values her siblings above all else, it's just something I love to see on TV. Their relationship is so different than most other sibling relationships I can think of. It, It has pettiness and fighting, but ultimately it's all about how much they love each other. It sure is. Which, thanks TV. Thanks TV. Our next segment is Nonsense Corner. So Lauren, bum us out. You know I'm happy to. (laughs) Mine comes from the episode... Frasier loves Roz. So this is where Frasier knows that Roz's new boyfriend is a womanizer because her new boyfriend is a patient of Niles's. Uh, And Niles breaches his ethics in the first place to tell Frasier that, which sucks. Mm -hmm. Not not cool. 
Then, because they think they know what is best for Roz, behind her back, these two idiots make up an excuse. They, like, look in books to find an excuse uh, to call Roz mentally incompetent so that they are permitted to break patient confidentiality again and tell her about this guy's womanizing behavior. There are so many things wrong here. They're judging her sex life and choices. They're calling her crazy so they can control what she does. Uh, and they're being ethically crappy. Uh, it all made me want to just pull my hair out. That is a series of garbage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taryn, please continue. Bum us <laughs> out a little bit more. Thankfully, mine isn't as <laughs> deep as yours. Uh, Not a competition. <laughs> Because I'm winning. <laughs> you always do in Nonsense Corner. Yeah, I sure bring it. Go ahead. Well, I am a big fan of the relationship between Niles and Fraser. They have a tendency to amplify the worst in each other. And by worst, I mean their white privilege. <laughs> they are both entitled white men, and they support each other in these tendencies. For example, in Word to the Wise Guy, Niles wants to get Maris's arrest warrant taken care of for her, and Fraser follows along and helps to repay the gangster figure who helps Niles, and they just really enable each other in these toxic situations when Maris should go to prison for <laughs> the crimes she has committed. Yeah. Like, it's, it's so not good. Absolutely. And 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 that's an episode I quite enjoy, <laughs> yeah. but there it is. Mm-hmm. Turning back to things we love about the show, it's that time where we recommend an episode for you from the third season. Taryn, what is your pick? I'm going to have to go with Crane versus Crane. Mm -hmm. They're bickering throughout the whole episode. There's a delightful sight gag when Fraser is giving his his opening statements and he's standing in front of Niles in in the view of the camera and Niles <laughs> keeps trying to like bend forward and back to get in the shot and Fraser keeps blocking him it just is it's beautiful and it's great to see Donald O'Connor mm, absolutely Lauren what episode are you recommending I am recommending shrink wrap uh, it is such a good again the petty petty bickering is so great. There is another really good visual joke in that one where um, Frasier goes to give Niles a high five <laughs> and Niles thinks that Frasier's going to hit him. <laughs> it's wonderful. And a joke about pee pants. Like, you can't go wrong. No, you absolutely can't go wrong. So, yeah. High, uh, high comedy, low comedy. All, all there for you. Absolutely. That's why we're here. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Cafe Nervosa. I write recaps for each of our podcast episodes, so if you want to see some excellent Fraser GIFs, check that out at CafeNervosaPodcast.com. You'll probably also get to see some pictures of Lilith if you do that. So oh, absolutely. Highly recommend. We'd like to thank Colette Jonas for composing our awesome theme music. And we would love it if you would help us spread the word about our show by telling the Niles to your Fraser or the Daphne to your Martin about Cafe Nervosa. We like to end every episode with clips of our favorite jokes from the season based on our theme. Lauren, you are up. All you need to know here is that Fraser has just kicked a patron out of Cafe Nervosa and he's getting a round of applause from the other 
people in the coffee shop because he is defending manners in a time when so few do. Oh, people, people, please. There's no need for that. I am no hero. <laughs> no one's ever given me the thumbs up. Well, as I've driven on the freeway with you, the rest of the hand has been well represented. Taryn, what joke do you have? All you need to know here is that Niles and Fraser are fighting over the court case, and Martin is trying to watch TV. This from Mr. Quickfix, the master of the in-depth one-minute phone call diagnosis. I spent several hours with Mr. Safford, and I found his behavior to be wildly irrational. He's a lip-diddling loon. I think anything that's even slightly spontaneous is aberrant. That's ridiculous. The man's incompetent. Niles? I'm warning you, if you get up in a courtroom and say that, you will damage yourself professionally. I'm testifying and you're not going to stop me. Fine, then you leave me no choice but to testify against you. Well, in that case, I'll see you in court. Good, I look forward to it. Goodbye. Good, good. Hey! Daffy, please, turn down that radio. Dad is trying to watch a fight. 